0: Whether it's on strawberry, shortcake, a banana split, or anything else, whipped cream is a delicious treat beloved by all. Okay, maybe not the lactose intolerant, but definitely most people. Today, as we do here on this show, we're going to take a look at its brief history. It may seem pretty straightforward, but you should know by now that that is never the case. I'm Chef Ben, this is Food in 5, and today we are taking a look at the brief history of whipped cream. To understand the history of whipped cream, I think it is first important to understand a little bit about what makes it what it is. So whipped cream is what is known as a colloid. I don't know if I said that right or not, but it doesn't really matter. According to Wikipedia, that is a mixture in which one substance of microscopically dispersed insoluble particles is suspended throughout another substance. In the case of whipped cream, air is trapped between partially coalesced fat molecules. So this may sound confusing, but the important takeaway is that air is trapped by the fat in the cream. In order for this to work properly, the cream has to have at least 30% fat, but 35 to 40% is better. And the colder the cream, the more air it can trap. Make sense? So whipped cream can be made two ways. Through mechanical agitation, like using a whisk or a mixer to whip air into the cream, but it can also be made with pressurized nitrous oxide in a culinary siphon. In, the, in this case, the gas dissolves in the fat under pressure, and when the pressure is released, or the cream is let out of the siphon, bubbles form and the cream expands. It wasn't until around the end of the 19th century that cream had been that had been separated in a centrifuge was available. This allowed for higher fat cream with a more pure consistency. Prior to this, cream was simply skimmed off the top of milk as it sat. I'm sure you've heard cream rises to the top. Well, it's true. It's just that naturally separating cream has a lower fat content and more water in it, which is not great for whipped cream. Whipped cream, as we know, it, didn't really exist until about the 16th century, when it was typically known as milk snow. This milk snow usually had egg whites in it to help it maintain its volume. Now, because the cream used was... Uh, in pure the process for whipping was much more labor intensive willow branches would be used as whisks the cream would be whipped and as a foam started to form on the top it would be spooned off leaving the unwhippable waterlogged cream in the bowl this process would take would often take over an hour by contrast i can whip a bowl of cream by hand in under 5 minutes now, it wasn't until about the mid 17th century when the term whipped cream first appeared It was first described in French in 1629, and then in English in 1673. The culinary siphon, as I talked about a second ago, was invented in the 1930s. Uh, Traditionally, they can be used with either nitrous oxide or carbon dioxide. However, carbon dioxide gives whipped cream a sour taste. Now, the question of who invented whipped cream, or Chantilly cream, which is a name often given to flavored or sweetened whipped cream, is unclear. There are a lot of conflicting stories that make it hard to decipher from what is fact from what is fiction. But if I had to guess, I would say it was actually probably an accidental discovery, but who really knows. The fact is that whipped cream has only really existed for the last few hundred years. And though it has gone through by a few different names, whipped cream, creme chantilly, and milk snow, it is always just as delicious. I'm Chef Ben. This is Food and Five, and this has been a brief history of whipped cream. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Chef Ben Kelly and on Facebook at Ben Kelly Cooks. And of course, you can like and subscribe to this podcast. You can tell your friends about it. You could shout about it from the rooftops. Whatever you want to do, it's all for you. As always, thank you so much for listening. I'll be back tomorrow with another fantastic episode of Food and Five. And tomorrow is Wednesday. We're going to be talking about can't tell. I can't read my writing. But it'll be another great episode, I promise. I will see you then. Have a great day, everybody.